Hello, 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 this is Extreme Orange. Welcome to the Extreme Exchange. Today I'm going to be good friends from Primus here. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Extreme Exchange. Today I have the very special privilege of talking to Tia Hao. Say hi. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> hey Ben. So Tia Hao is the founder and director of a non-profit Christian creative agency known as the Fireplace Collective. So their mission is to empower the Christian community to fulfill the Great Commission through music and media. They do this by coordinating and connecting Christian songwriters, musicians, churches, parachurches, and organizations to the relevant expertise to produce creative content. So do check them out on their website, which will be linked in the description in this video. Other than that, um, Jia Hao is also one of the worship leaders at Fireplace Worship. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Uh, this song is like not very well known, but um, the song is called A Prayer. It's by King's Kaleidoscope. So um, the song is um, I mean, it's a pretty normal song, uh, all the way until it reaches the chorus. And the chorus, um, whether fortunately or unfortunately, uh, includes a swear word, a pretty heavy swear word. So um, maybe to provide some context, that song is quite literally a prayer. La, and you can see that the person is struggling and wrestling with God and a bit angry at times. Um, and eventually breaks down and, and kind of swears. La. So um, do, you have, do you have any thoughts on that? Or? Yeah, I think, I think it's twofold. Mm. Um, whoever it's like is... Um, purposefully creating worship music uh, and I mean like actually producing it to release it for mass consumption mm. has a responsibility mm. because yeah. it's discipleship for example yeah you are gonna release things that will impact lives you know so when it comes to a swear word you know um, in what it connotates and what it denotes right um, and and very much um, things that um that don't please God in nature because they they are they're very earthly and very fleshly. Yeah. Um, like we don't want them inside because, um, yeah, because it's um, it will not represent the spirit of Christ. So that's that's very clear. I think the struggle that we often have is, like, but that's how I really feel. Mm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's how I really feel, and I wanna I wanna say what I feel. Mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I feel like in regards to songs like this, you know, uh, we look at um, David um, in the Psalms that are penned um, in in the Bible, like he clearly never portrays a a a worship response that's always prim and proper, mm. right? It's not always like, oh man, God is good all the time, you know, yeah, like right. that. There's real complaints. Mm. Right, and with other psalmists as well, like man, my enemies are gonna kill me, they surround me on every side. God, why have you forsaken me? Mm. You know, all these stuff, right? And it seems very much like complaints, mm. right? And we are thinking to ourselves, huh, how can you say that? You know, mm. this is gonna be in the Bible for you know, for all generations, and you say that God has forsaken you, but Emmanuel, God is with us. How can you yeah. say that? You know, so. I think that's where we need to recognize that um, when Jesus says that God is looking for worshippers who worship Him in spirit and in truth, 
The Greek word for truth is actually the word um, aletheia, which is not just the truth of what the word says of God, but as well as the truth of where we are at in our response, in our worship. In other words, God is just saying, I want you to come just as you are. Mm. Right? Don't don't put up your mask. Don't try to pretend to be something that you're not. I want the real you. Mm. So worship is always an interaction between the truth of who God is and the truth of who we are and where we're at. And the fact is, is that God is never afraid of our messes, no matter how messy may be. Right? Jesus did not come to save the righteous, he came to save the sinners and the worst of them all. So God is never surprised by the degree of our mess, our sin. And he wants us to come to him in the, in the context of worship to present the reality of who we are and where we're at. It's kind of like the criminal that was on the cross. That's the most evident, you know, like yeah. he's there, he's nailed there um, for like the heaviest capital punishment for sin, right? But there he came just as he is. Like, Lord, remember me, right? When you go go to paradise, yeah. So the point I'm making is that so when we express our worship, right, um, it will be an expression of where we're really at, mm. right? Um, but then there is a responsibility. For example, if you're worshiping on your own in a room, and you, you are like, yeah. man, God, I'm, like, I'm, I'm so stressed out. My life is breaking apart. And let's say you swear, you know, and you are praying to God, but in your heart, right, you are keeping the door of your heart open to the Lord. Because we can be so stressed out, so broken, right, and we turn to other stuff, you know. But that's not what God wants. He wants us to come with the reality of who we are, that in no matter what state, you know, how messy, we still keep the door of our hearts open to Him. And that's where you see in the Psalms, right? Whenever these complaints, they come in, you know, my enemies want to kill me, like life is bad and all that. There comes a point in the midst of the Psalm, right? At maybe verse 4, verse 10, suddenly the language of that Psalm starts to change. From those complaints, it becomes, but God, you yes, are my refuge. Right. But you're my stronghold. So in when we allow the Holy Spirit in, our, in the midst of our mess, meaning that we keep the door of our hearts open, like we get a living revelation of who God is to us in the midst of our mess, in the midst of our difficulties. And that's where we start to understand, oh, God, even though I feel so stressed out by this, even though I'm so messed up by this, but the Holy Spirit just revealed to me that He is my refuge. He is the restorer of my life, no matter how messed up it has been. He is the one that's able to lead me and have good plans for my life, you know, plans to give me hope and future. And then our language starts to change. But God, you are. So if we are in our personal space by ourselves and we are expressing, you know, swear words, vulgarities, but we are still keeping the door of our hearts open and we are saying, God, it's so messed up, you know, but I need you. You know, to me, that is totally acceptable. Yeah. It's like I'm a father of my kids, Agreed. right? And my kids come to me and they're like, man, like, you know, like, F here, F there, whatever. But they are still keeping the door of their hearts open to hear what I want to say to them. Mm. You know, or for me to speak my love and my advice into their hearts. 
I don't care. <laughs> you can say whatever sure. you want. Yeah. But I've got your heart. And isn't that the heart of the Father, right? So that's one aspect. Uh, but when it comes to, again, so back to what I started with, mm. if you are producing music for mass consumption, um, you are no longer just in charge of your own personal response to God, but you are in charge and responsible uh, for the discipleship of many other worshippers who are trying to reach God. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. This, this like, it's very, very important to see the, the distinction between uh, personal worship and worship that is meant for the masses, like congregational worship. And yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I can't put it any better than you did, but but yeah, the the I mean, once you see the the that worship because worship comes in many forms, but um, worship that is to the Father solely from yourself. Um, is should be an outpouring of yourself and your spirit um, and your soul to, to him and to him alone um, and so whatever form that takes whatever um, way you want to express it is between you and God um, and I'm sure God loves us just the same la, um, no matter what happens mm. thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me I mean I really enjoyed this conversation yeah and um, here's to more fruitful conversations in our Christian community so thank you everybody so much for watching and I'll see you in the next episode of the Extreme Exchange. Bye-bye.